0: Welcome um, to the big review ski. I like you, hopefully that hasn't put you off already. I thought it would be a good idea for a wolf walker special if I just started howling like a wolf. Um, and then my voice broke at the end, so sorry about that. Um, hello, you are very welcome to the latest episode of The Big Review Scheme. My name is Owen Doherty. Thanks as ever for listening, and thank you for subscribing to the show as well. I promise that's the most annoying bit out of the way. Um, yeah, so today's episode is chatting to Tom Murr and Ross Stewart, two unbelievably talented Irish animators and directors. They're the two guys, co-directors of the brand new release from Cartoon Saloon the world-famous Kilkenny-based uh, animation studio, and it is, of course, Wolfwalkers. Now, Cartoon Saloon has already uh, made and released the Book of Kells, <laughs> not the actual book, Um Book of Kells. Oh, it's not the Book of Kells, it's the Secret of Kells. That's Do you know what? I need to have my breakfast. But it's The Secret of Kells. Imagine they've done The Book of Kells as well. They've also got Song of the Sea and also Breadwinner. So they've got three incredible feature film releases already. And I'm delighted to say that uh, Wolfwalkers is just a stunning piece of work. It's just uh, an amazing, amazing film. And perfect for all the family as well. It tells the story of two little girls, one English and one Irish, uh, based just around Kilkenny, hundreds of years ago. And the little English girl who's, it's her dad's job to basically track down all the wolves in the forest and get rid of them. But there are some mysterious creatures, uh, half human, half wolves known as the wolf walkers who live in the forest. And it's just, it's that perfect blend of magic and fantasy and, uh, just the mythical storytelling, um, that we probably all got whenever we were growing up, uh, as young kids in Ireland. Um, but it's just so beautifully uh realized and put onto the onto the big screen as well. Speaking of the big screen, cinemas are back open. Wolfwalkers is on previews from Wednesday, the second of December. So if you can and you're feeling safe and you're feeling secure, you should go out and see it because it is uh, just a gorgeous, gorgeous film. So I caught up with the two lads, Tom and Ross. Uh, whenever you're listening to them, Ross speaks slightly louder uh, than Tom, just in case you're trying to work out who is who. Is who. I'm the one doing – I don't actually do any annoying uh, wolf holes during that, so that's okay. Um, so, yeah, we talked about, like, you know, what's it like to co-direct a film, the pressure of actually uh, making – You know, just another excellent addition to uh, Cartoon Saloon's uh, output. And uh, yeah, their chat about future projects, the people of Kilkenny and the arguments that they had while they were making the film as well. A wee bit of context. This is actually a visual uh, interview as well so you can check out the video of it uh up online as well. And uh yes they do slag me at one point about something called lick parties. I don't actually go to lick parties. It's just I just for legal reasons I have to, to put in a disclaimer now. I don't go to lick parties. I don't even know if lick parties are a real thing. But it was just because the COVID was so bad here in Derry where I'm based. Um, they just suspected that that's what I was up to up here. And I'm telling you, I'm not, I deny everything, all right? Um, anyway, enjoy this chat about Wolfwalkers with uh, the always charming Tom Moore and lovely to meet him, Ross Stewart, as well. And will I do another howl? No, I won't. I just, I'm still raging. I said Book of kales instead of Secret of kales. Anyway, enjoy the interview and don't forget to subscribe. See ya. She's one of them Wolfwalkers.
1: Wolfwalkers? walkers, <laughs> wolf walkers. Hey! Ones that can talk to wolves with some wild magic.
2: They can come out now. We, we can, can smell ya. You stink. You're a owl. wolf walker. You're a wolf when you sleep. <gasps> what? A girl when you're awake. Oh. Oh. Robin, <sighs>
1: something's happened to me. Yeah, I can see that. It's flipping great you're a wolf now be a wolf
0: good morning ross good morning tom how are you both not too bad on how are you i'm great thanks it's lovely to see you i did have a whole list of questions uh to ask you but i, I want to ask you about your between two ferns setup first nice. of all um <laughs> are those are those ferns what type of plants have we got i know you're not succulents. technically between. succulents two.
2: And we're also selling the books here too. Look, Yeah, you can see all the comic It's books like a little car boot bookings. sale we got yeah. going on here.
0: How, how much can I buy a book? What, what, what kind of offer are you going to give me on the book there?
1: Yeah, well, we'll sign to it. You, so that
0: will add the value to
2: you, two euro. Yeah.
0: Two euro, I'll take it. And, and they're signed copies as well, even Oh, better. yeah,
1: definitely, yeah.
2: They've got um, our greasy fingerprints all over the covers.
0: I never clean them ever again, even with uh, <laughs> you know a, a killer virus on the loose. Um, first of all, it's lovely to chat. To you. I think Tom, the last time that we chatted, we were on boat in the middle oh, of some Dublin for Song of the Sea. So slightly, slightly, sli- yeah, Let's slightly be, different yeah. circumstances.
1: Yeah, I don't know what we would have done if we were able to. Maybe we would have been sitting surrounded by a wolf pack or something. I don't know.
0: Well, I'm down the road from Wild Ireland which have uh, yeah. a bunch of wolves up there so it would have been the place to do it I
1: think if we could have done it back
0: in
2: Yeah, we wanted to get up there um uh, but then with the with the restrictions on travel we can't but it's supposed to be amazing up there.
1: Yeah. yeah my sisters up in Letterkenny and I was going to go up and and see it and everything but um yeah, we couldn't Well, the the, wolves. Stop the lick parties.
0: (laughs) Stop with the lick parties. (laughs) For anybody anybody who doesn't get that context, just before the interview, I was informing Tom and Ross that yes, in Derry, we've been holding lick parties. Uh, That's why the COVID is so bad up here. But it's our own special (laughs) brand. We're at least we're number one in something. Um, But yeah, uh, first, like congratulations on Wolfwalkers. Obviously, are you bored yet of just? you know oh my god another five-star review here we go again everybody yeah, loves it's,
1: so, it's so it's so boring yeah we just hate it we you know it never gets boring especially when you put like seven years of your life into something and there's a whole crew of people that have poured their hearts and souls into it it's just it's really affirming actually because it is a lot of work for a lot of people and you you just hope that you haven't led them in the wrong direction so
2: I find it amazing that the, the five star reviews would, could come from like the, the teenage kind of geeks or nerds or, or comic fans or anime fans. Uh, and then also from like the 50 year olds, like seasoned film critics. Like that's a, it's amazing to see the, the range of people that are actually enjoying the film. That's really surprising to me.
0: Definitely. Well, like, you know, I'm not surprised surprised in any way whatsoever. Um, Obviously, that's four for four for yourselves in Cartoon Saloon. Um, In terms of these wonderful reactions, um, are you very, I mean, anything that you set up and obviously Tom with your background as well you're going to be so protective of everything but just what does that mean in terms of pressure for everybody going forward you're like oh thank god we've done our job now on to the next one
1: yeah it's a case of do you quit while you're ahead or something like that sometimes. but uh, yeah there's a massive pressure but I think that brings out the best in the crew because they all want to bring their a-game and they bring everything that they learned on the previous projects to each new project and uh, I really enjoy seeing that and I mean, our job has gotten easier over the years because I feel that the people who've been attracted to the studio are people that are really into what we're doing and want to, you know, kind of be part of it. So, But
0: yeah, you're always, you're always afraid to be the one that will break the streak, all right. Yeah, well, no, uh, that's job done for now anyway. Um, when we were discussing Song of the Sea, uh, you mentioned My Neighbour Todoro was one of your inspirations for it. And that's a film that has been on repeat in uh, during lockdown in, in my house, uh, It and Ponyo. And I'm wondering, yeah. were there any particular inspirations from around the world as well for uh, for both of you, for, for Wolfwalkers? Because obviously it's so deeply rooted in in Irish kind of mythology uh, and the landscape. But uh, were there any other kind of international elements or or other features that you were pulling in?
2: For the the reference for Wolfwalkers, geez, we we took from such a wide range. I mean, Princess Mononoke is the obvious animated reference for the story, but so much so that we actually kind of try to avoid uh, getting influenced by it it too much because there'd be direct comparisons. Um, But like, I remember we watched uh, an amazing film called The Witch, which is like a horror. Just for the the costumes and the setting, it was the same as our period in in Wolfwalkers and even for the way that they talked. uh, And we ended up putting loads of that like old vernacular into the script until we realized it was a really bad idea and we had to get them to talk in understandable English. Um, But yeah, we were influenced by 101 Dalmatians and like all of the great Disney classics Um, and then some great Japanese animations like, uh, like Princess Kaguya Yeah, Caleb
1: Briggs, Kaguya, and Asher, you know, and the other thing is you go on a kind of shopping trip to art history as well. We were looking at the the woodblock prints from the 1650s, and yeah, it was kind of like a chance for us to pile in all the stuff that we were really passionate about, and we didn't get a chance to quite fully articulate in the previous projects into the visual style of this one. So it's kind of a triple-decker sandwich of all the stuff we love in the end. Um,
0: A pretty tasty one as well. Um, In terms of co-direction, And this obviously has a very particular style and I'm, you know, I don't have any kind of drawing or animation background. And uh, I think, again, as I said to you before, I am atrocious at drawing in anything uh, in any way, but there seems to be, you know, the, the geometrics of the style of the transformations of the kind of the circles and the, and the, all of that, whenever those transformations are happening, I'm wondering how do you both agree on like, this is the style we're going to pursue for this particular project. As you said, it's a seven year project. So it's like, we hope we get our style right from the very beginning.
1: I think we're lucky enough that we've been collaborating for so long that we kind of knew it's, it's a bit like visual language is a bit like music. You shouldn't notice it too much unless you're really a specialist in it, but it should give a a feeling. And I think the shape language and the colors and everything that we've gotten used to um, using in the previous productions, both of us kind of knew instinctively this is a continuation of that.
2: Yeah. I think like um, if there was, if there was anything that we didn't argue about uh, over the course of the production of the film was probably the visuals. Like we argued about loads of other stuff, but (laughs) not the visuals because we're always nearly on the exact same page about the visuals. We've been, For instance, we were 11 and like uh, influenced by the same things as we grew up. So usually, like, you know, if if one of us likes uh, a certain visual style, a good chance that the other will.
1: The thing is, Ross was always much better than me in school at art. So I just had to team up with him. I had to accept accept that you can't beat them joining, you know.
0: Easy. That's that's the way to do it. Um, What did you argue about then?
1: um we just sort of um maybe i'd say the 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 big argument that we both remember that it still baffles me but it seemed really important at the time was (laughs) merlin the bird and how much of a kind of cartoon bird he should be versus like a realistic bird some that's more taste stuff i think that just and it it's a funny thing isn't it because it's a it's a movie about people have so much in common even though they think they're so different and i think most Arguments are about whenever two people are passionate and really care about something, that's when you argue. If you don't really care about it, you won't argue because you don't feel like connected. It's not it. worth it. Yeah. So it sort of says something positive that you're arguing about these things because it means that it's very important to you both. So I always took it as a good sign if we kind of had to had to find a way to compromise, especially good whenever I won. <laughs> like I mean, that was always the the objective.
2: And then I would go and sabotage his
0: desk, like break his
2: mug or something.
0: <laughs> Not another mug. Um, (laughs) I want to say congratulations as well. It's possibly one of the first times in film history, feature film history, where someone uh, hasn't killed off Sean Bean. So uh, I'm I'm delighted. (laughs) (laughs) End of his his contract. But no, he seems he was perfect uh, in in that role as well. As you said, the kind of the the relationship between the Irish and the English, obviously being from Derry as well, we have a very um, (laughs) particular history uh with that kind of stuff so there's so i I, it speaks to people in different ways as well and in terms of how the story kind of meanders but no i was delighted that uh Sean Bean got a got a fair whack at it anyway, so that's <laughs> yeah. on that. Um, in terms of the credits, two things jumped out. Uh, one was Wolf Consultants, which sounds like one of the coolest jobs there. What was it like working with them and, and obviously real wolves to to get your 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 style oh, right?
1: Uh, the wolf, the wolf consultants were largely of the canine variety that kind of wandered the studio constantly. A lot of people brought their dogs in, and we were able to sketch them and, and learn from that. And we had a couple of amazing guys who um, both were Disney animators who gave workshops on how to draw wolves. So Aaron Blaise, who directed Brother Bear, is also an amazing wildlife painter. And he did a kind of um, a, a workshop us. And then James Baxter who's famous for animating, you know, all the Disney amazing movies and the, the horse and the stallion of Simran and all. His daughter was a big fan of Song of the Sea, so he just wanted to help out. And he came over and gave us an amazing... A workshop on how to animate four-legged creatures which is you know twice as hard as two-legged creatures
2: <laughs> four That's times as hard as one-legged
1: creatures <laughs> yeah. Snake yeah. Are best.
0: <laughs> yeah so yes yeah, spirit and uh, brother bear two other ones that that we've been watching a lot of as well yeah um, yeah, right. yeah and the other um credit that kind of jumped out was the people of kilkenny obviously just that special connection between yourselves but is that just everybody in kilkenny there's nobody You don't like in Kilkenny,
1: then? (laughs) Yeah, we love everyone in Kilkenny. We
2: should have had like we should have had in brackets the people of Kilkenny, except for Seamus. Not you, Seamus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what you did.
2: (laughs) I know, but like, um, but like Kilkenny, Kilkenny's always been really supportive of Cartoon Saloon, and this was the first time that we were actually able to get like a load of Kilkenny actors, like amateur and professional to do the voices of the people in Kilkenny and like to, you know, to add that extra flavor. Like we really wanted to get some proper Kilkenny accents in there, even if they were un- unintelligible to a lot of people. But like, at least we'd be able to understand. What's really nice now, and it is a pity with the whole
1: pandemic, how kind of um, less we little we can really do. But we have a whole Wolfwalkers month here in Kilkenny and local restaurants are doing Wolfwalkers specials. We're projecting images from the movie onto the wall of the castle. Um, every every night, all month and even the signs as you arrive into the into the city from like the suburbs or whatever, there's a, a big wolf picture up there. So it's cool that cool yeah, they've the, kind of embraced us this time, you know, it's nice, you know, thanks to Kenny.
2: The gallery, uh, the gallery here, the Butler Gallery has a huge um, exhibition of like original artwork for the month of uh, November as well. And also we've let a pack of wolves roam the streets at night yes. as well, which is really exciting for
0: everyone. Of course. it's. I think that's called a, an immersive experience. Yeah, so, yes. They yeah. get to be
2: hunted, just like our, <laughs> our, our main stars.
0: What a rush. Um, I, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I know you've got a busy day ahead. What do you spend the next seven years of your life on then, in terms of uh, your project? And Tom, you said the last time we were talking, Michael Keaton is a particular hero of yours. Any oh, chance yeah. of getting him him involved? Yeah, or? or <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd have to nab him the next time he's over. Yeah. I think that was after I just met him and was delighted to be able to look him in the eye. We were the same height. That was my story from that Oscars. <laughs> I know, I mean, you're in Derry and our partners, uh, Dog Ears in Derry and us are making a feature film of Puffin Rock, which is um a really it's going to be really beautiful because it's based on the, the TV series, but it's kind of an evolution. And uh we girl Eva Whitaker, who is the voice of Maeve in Wolfwalkers, is the voice of a new puffin that arrives in Puffin Rock because of climate change and the puffins are dealing with some puffins that aren't able to live where they're from anymore so it's like a preschool preschool dealing with climate change there and working with our friends in Derry again and then the other big project that's kind of announced that we can talk about is Nora Toomey who's one of the partners in the studio is directing my father's dragon for Netflix and that's like probably the biggest feature we've ever done.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 I was going to ask you about Puffin Rock because obviously there's such a strong uh, dairy connection there, and, and I'm biased, but that sounds excellent. It's a nice connection with uh, with Wolfwalkers as well. Um, and yeah, my father's dragon. That that like obviously you guys are going to Apple TV. Uh, there's Netflix as well, and then obviously the cinema. We're still hoping I'm absolutely dying yeah, to get back yeah, into my, the cinema. Like my, like my just, hope is, yeah. Yeah. You, basically that, your, your hope for like, I mean, obviously animation, you guys can work from studios, from home, you can record voices. So there's a blessing in some way there, but like in terms of the future for those kind of distribution deals and just where do you see that kind of panning out? We still really believe in the cinema experience, you know, and one thing that's really nice is that
1: and um, we were able to show it to like a thousand people in Kilkenny, but 50 at a time a couple of weekends ago. So even if it's as limited as that, if the restrictions, if you stop having the lick parties, we'll be able to show it to 50 people at a time, maybe. Before. Whatever.
2: Yeah, I was just thinking like the cinemas, um, there's so much space. Like we had like, a, you know, some of the, the, like the big cinema here in Kilkenny and there was so much space in between people and it was so ventilated and such a big room. It's safer than like buses, uh, trains like schools yeah. pubs restaurants it's actually like a really like i i don't i find it a safe environment anyway don't know what the doctors would say but
0: yeah um but that's your official medical diagnosis Emma. yeah I'll yeah <laughs> go to the cinema it's safe
1: he <laughs> says don't be afraid don't let it intimidate you don't let it
0: dominate your life yeah go party. to a leg party uh, listen <laughs> Tom and Ross, it's been a pleasure. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a chance to to chat to you on a big boat or something, uh, yeah. or an island for Puffin Rock or something. And uh, yeah, sure. Ross, I know you're you're supposedly a big fan of oaks. So Derry has the finest oak trees in Ireland. So you're more than welcome. That's that's
2: where the name came from, Derry. That's
0: where the name came from. Fantastic, um, lads. Congrats again. Absolutely love the film. Sorry to give you another five star review, but uh, yeah, we'll see you for the next one then. All right. Thank you Thank very you. much. Okay, so. stay safe, lads. See you later. Bye
2: getting smaller every day
1: These wolves they're just beasts Tonight we put an end to this
0: I promise you mother i keep you safe <laughs>